This episode was originally broadcast on September the 1st, 2018. It was subsequently deleted from the internet on January the 29th, 2019. It has now been retrieved for analysis. Hello and welcome to the Golden House podcast. The one and only podcast for the Golden House Technology and Innovation Centre recorded right here on location, broadcasting from the heart of our state-of-the-art facility on the Isle of Wight in our brand new podcasting booth and a very nice booth it is too. My name is Alexander Carr and I am absolutely thrilled to be the presenter of this exciting new podcast series. I am myself a member of the Golden House community. I've been living right here on campus for the best part of six years now and I've got to say those six years have been without hyperbole the happiest and most fulfilling years of my life. I am actually one of the youngest members of the organization. You can probably tell that from my voice. Right away, you can tell that this podcast isn't going to be one of those dry corporate PR exercises where every single line has to be approved by a team of lawyers. No, this is going to be something far more honest. An unscripted, free-flowing, fly-on-the-wall kind of show. You're going to get to see the golden house through my eyes and hopefully pick up some on-the-ground insight into what it's really like living and working inside the golden house compound. Whether that's hanging in the cafeteria with my colleagues or working hard in the basement of the innovation lab, developing technologies that one day will permanently alter the course of humanity. You guys are going to be with me every step of the way. It's an all-access pass. No locked doors, no censorship, everything in completely my own words. So, prepare yourself for wonders as we enter the Golden House. The Golden House. Technology and Innovation Centre. A place of answers. Answers. I'm not alone in the podcast studio today, sitting with me here, manning the mixing desk, keeping an eye on the levels for me, is Mr. Gary Pickler, the actual CEO of the Golden House. It's a great honour to have Gary with me on this journey. This podcast was originally Gary's idea, although I should say Gary is purely here with me for support and has left the editorial content of the podcast completely in my hands. That's how much faith he has in his staff. Well, don't worry, Gary. You've got nothing to worry about. I won't even mention that one dinner time when the rice pudding was so hard that we couldn't eat it at all. What a disaster. You could have bounced it off the wall. Only joking. That never happened at all. The dinners here are always fantastic. So, the golden house. Who are we? And how did this crazy journey of ours first begin? The way I understand it, it all started back in the summer of 2005. 
The trial of Saddam Hussein was on the television. Gwen Stefani's hollaback girl echoed from every open window. And Mr. Gary Pickler, our soon-to-be CEO, was just completing the purchase of a beautiful country estate on the south coast of the Isle of Wight. 33 acres of land and a house that was once, in fact, home to the poet Alfred Tennyson. Three years and a $200 million investment later, that beautiful, rustic estate has been transformed into the state-of-the-art technology campus that I'm sat in right now, with six custom-built laboratory spaces, an innovation center, a cafe, a dormitory for staff members, recreation block, farming facilities, and much, much more. The Golden House was finally ready to launch. To begin with, the center had one singular objective, the exploration of a green renewable alternative to helium. However, scientific endeavor rarely, if ever, progresses in a straight line. One idea becomes four, two ideas become six. So over the years, the Golden House has germinated a whole host of projects, expanding its remit to explore a wide portfolio of potential new technologies. Every single one of them, an attempt to make the world a better place. As of 2018, we are now 52 specialists from over 18 countries, an international cohort of physicists, linguists, biotechnologists, chemists, information technologists, programmers, rule breakers, and risk takers. Every single one of us living permanently right here on campus. Around the clock, we are innovating, disrupting, we are rethinking everything, the whole world from top to bottom, how we communicate with one another, how we exercise, how we sleep, and of course, how we work. That's why our members like to call the Golden House a utopian work environment. Yes, it is a different way of doing things, but as long as you come with an open mind, I think you're going to be really excited to hear about how we live out here. We're definitely not pulling out all our teeth or lobotomizing people or disintegrating horses or anything else that you might have heard about us on the internet. And we certainly don't have anything to do with the disappearance of Pope Paul VII from Rome last month. However, that doesn't mean that we haven't been working hard. And over the course of this podcast, I'll get to share with you some of the real things that we've been working on out here in the Golden House. And maybe while I'm at it, I can put some of those unsightly rumours about us finally to rest. Oh, by the way, you remember I said that the original goal of the Golden House was to develop a green alternative to helium? Well, it just so happens we've cracked it. We call it Greelium. It's here. It's patented. And we'll be sharing it with the world just as soon as we've completed our safety trials. Pretty exciting, huh? And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Before we can get on to the good stuff, however, it's time for a quick advert break. For reasons that no one really understands, 
I have been obsessed with getting some sponsorship for this show. I've been hassling Gary about it for weeks. I've really been quite an irritation. After I asked for the thousandth time, Gary eventually relented and let me sort out a couple of sponsors for the show. Gary hasn't heard the adverts yet in order to check their suitability because for some reason I didn't get them to him in advance like I said I would. For that, I apologise. Nevertheless, they're here now, queued up and ready to go. And if they are unsuitable or bad quality, that's my fault, not Gary's. This is the Movie Trailer Minute in association with Dodds Mattresses. That's Dodds Mattresses, D-O-D-D-S, mattresses.com. What's their secret? It must be in the mattress. That's Dodds Mattresses in association with the Movie Trailer Minute. That's all queued up. You can just hit the button. Sometimes there is no way to tell if you are awake or if you are trapped inside a delusion. There's been an avalanche. <laughs> Sorry, there's been what? It's your mother. My mother? She's been buried alive. I'm dreaming. Must wake up. Mom, <coughs> I need you to use your eyes, okay? Can you see any sunlight? I'm only eight years old, I've got no money, and I don't need you trying to emphasize with me all the time. How did you get in here? No problem. How are you gonna get out again? No problem there either. As you can see, I'm not particularly tall nor short. Now, would you like to hear my weather report? Not really. No. Don't you get it, Mum? I just shot someone at point blank range. I have just shut my entire life in the bin. <laughs> no, 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 please don't do that. This, this is the one thing I didn't want. If I don't reappear in exactly 24 hours, just, well, just keep doing whatever it is you're doing. Life is meaningless anyway. Watch as the clock runs out. Feel the chills run down your back. Endure the everlasting pain when it is time to say goodbye. We all must face the consequences. Mom! Where's that breeze coming from? I have no idea. Mom, I want to keep on living. And if I can't do that, I... I want to go back in time to the 1980s to convince you I have an abortion. Of what? It's a 16th century Spanish a 16th clown. 16th century Spanish clown, and it. It asked me to dance. I think I just pissed myself. I think I know who's after you. It's impossible. He died in like the 1600s! They say that he saw things, shapes on the moon that no one had ever seen before. He shaped the universe, and now. The great one has come. Oh, oh. 
Because I have nothing. I'm alone. I'm just a kid. My mother has not been able to afford a professional haircut in five years. You don't deserve to die at the hands of this freak of nature. <laughs> like I said, it's easy to get in here. What about getting out again? In the name of God, the most gracious, the most merciful. Let him go. You're not going anywhere. Please. I'm not changing my mind on this one. Think about it. I will not. In hell, we use the buddy system. And I got the perfect partner for you. <laughs> Some people, they think they can just get stoned and throw insults around. They think they can have sex with someone and then never see them again to the day of their funeral. But you know what? These people, they're just little goo-goo gargos. They think they're going to get away with it. Put the hand up. Please, help me escape. I just need to find the exit. This world is meaningless. Uh, it's so obvious now. Or is it just that this world is meaningless to you? There it is again. Where's it coming from? Coming to a screen near you. So, that was the Movie Trailer Minute in association with Dodd's Mattresses. Back now to the rest of the podcast. The Golden House. Now, it is possible that you first heard about The Golden House because of a story you read online. For people like me, I know the real truth, so... I'm not bothered by these kinds of stories at all. But at the same time, I would feel bad if someone like you, listener, was accidentally taken in by one of these stories. With that in mind, I've decided to dedicate a special segment of this podcast to putting some of those rumours to rest. I've decided to call the segment Shutting Down the Rumour Mill. Shutting Down the Rumour Mill. Think of it as my chance to reply to some of the more ridiculous questions that I've seen directed to us through the media. So here we go. Question one. Is the Golden House holding its employees captive against their will? Well, in response to that, categorically, no. However, here in the Golden House, we work on some pretty radical experimental technologies and every single person who works in the Golden House agrees. Our primary responsibility is to protect those technologies. Therefore, Golden House members are traditionally discouraged from communicating with the outside world. The center has one email address that we all share. Everything is public. We don't have mobile phones. We don't send letters, but all this 
is a sacrifice that all 52 members have made willingly. The Golden House is not just a place of work. It's a way of life, a philosophy. And part of that philosophy is about living the work. It's about unlocking the potential of an individual who has cut away all unnecessary distraction. For exactly that same reason, when we came here, we all agreed that we would remain on site within the campus of the Golden House at all times. You simply cannot build a utopian work environment if you have all these unregulated overlapping systems with people coming and going all the time. Remaining permanently within the campus grounds helps us to focus, it helps productivity, and most critical of all, it helps us contain the work security-wise. Thankfully though, everything we might possibly need is right here on site. We are very well catered for. We have the best coffee. All the dormitory rooms have really great sheets. Egyptian cotton. It's like a five-star holiday camp. It really is. However, I can appreciate that some people listening might be worried about me and the other staff in here. But that's exactly why I personally think this podcast is going to be so important. Through this show right here, you're going to be able to see into our world and you're going to be able to see that everything is completely great, better than great. That's why it's so important to me that this whole thing is unscripted and natural. Just a guy talking in his usual voice saying, hey man, we're all doing fine here, really. So don't worry about us. Okay, I think that's covered. Let's move on. Question two. Has the Golden House become a cult? Let me answer that question with another question. Would being a cult actually be such a bad thing? If we were a cult, would that really be something to be embarrassed about really after all isn't the word cult just another way of saying a cool thing for the small group of people are really into after all everybody loves cult films don't they like the rocky horror picture show does the rocky horror picture show brainwash its fans into loving it no Are potential fans of the film drugged, locked in a dark room, forced to watch strobing pictures of Tim Curry in suspenders until their brains reconfigure around the image like Christians around a crucifix? No, they are not. Does the Rocky Horror Picture Show kidnap anyone who tries to leave the film before the end and subject them to bizarre punishments. No, they do not. Even though, as we all know, the last reel of Rocky Horror does drag a bit and could probably benefit from a little bit of extra incentive to keep people watching to the end. But no, they do not torture people who try to leave early. Why do they not torture people who try to leave early? Because... 
as it so happens, most things that get called cults are completely voluntary. The people come out of love. They participate out of love. They stay to the terrifying bitter end out of love. And it's the same for those of us here in the Golden House. We came here out of love. We stay out of love. And if that means <clears throat> that we're a cult, then fine. Also, let's be honest. Nobody wants to be that one person dressed for Rocky Horror catching the early train home. You know, standing there all alone with their back combed hair and all the get up on the 9pm train with all the drunk work dads. No one wants that. So, even if you're not having the greatest time at the show, isn't it better to still stay to the end? To stay here with the crowd who gets it? That's why we stay together in the Golden House. Because we get it. Anyway, I hope today I've managed to put some minds at rest. When I appreciate you coming to the source to hear my side of the story, to hear our side of the story. I hope that you like what you've heard. As far as I'm concerned, as long as you come with an open mind, I welcome you. The Golden House welcomes you. Metaphorically, of course, our research centre is permanently closed to the public. We have state-of-the-art security surrounding our compound 24-7. Do not attempt to visit us. But on a metaphorical level, we welcome you. As a listener, we welcome your attention. Again, my name is Alexander Carr. This episode was hosted by me. All thoughts and ideas expressed within the program were my own. The executive producer was Gary Pickler. <laughs>